0: We're on a mission from God.
1: And now for something completely different.
0: This is Pastor Jolly John Lekomski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and let's not forget Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. Did you hit your head on the mic I there? hit my head
1: on the mic. I, it's another, another
0: recording injury. <laughs> oh, be careful now. We have no insurance here, you know. <laughs> and thanks to me, I have Pastor Matt
1: Youngblood Clark. Yes, I'm still conscious. <laughs>
0: Hitting his Actually. head on the mic, man. Hitting my head
1: on the mind. mic. And I'm from a <laughs> Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis.
0: <laughs> so we're doing something a little bit different this morning. I, I, I hate to put uh, Matt on the uh, spot here. Uh, you know, obviously, we have a division of duties here in, in uh, wrestling with the basics, and I'm usually the guy that has to come up with some kind of stupid thing to start the show off, and then Matt takes the smart stuff after that. <laughs> uh, uh, but with the fact that I'm I'm retiring uh, in, in about a year, uh, in fact, this time next year, I will uh, no longer be the pastor of St. Paul's and Trinity. I will be the retired, the uh, emeritus, the emeritus Ooh. pastor.
1: Do you Um, you get a discount at McDonald's for that (laughs) or something? Some of your emeritus card? (laughs) We'll see how that all works out. Free ice (laughs) cream at
0: Casey's. So, Matt's going to try doing the humorous opening this morning. Uh, so Matt, you said you had a joke. So, so
1: where I'm getting this joke from? Our, our Tuesday, we have a Tuesday morning Bible class at Ascension. And you
0: get good material. We've had material from the Tuesday. You know, morning it's, Bible it's class pretty before. decent. So, okay. The
1: problem with the Tuesday morning Bible class is we've got a, too many jokers in the class. <laughs> everyone's telling jokes. Yeah, especially some of the, the the guys in the class. So what we did was we open with prayer. You know, good yeah. way to start, right? And then the the very next thing we do is we have our joke of the week.
0: Oh, okay. And see that
1: that gets it out of everyone's system. <laughs> That's right. You know you you get the one joke in and then we're down to business. No more time for our, our foolishness. It doesn't work
0: that way for us. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, maybe so, we should try that pattern. So uh,
1: so, so yeah. Marlene's so here this joke. So thanks, right. Marlene if right, you're listening. You Marlene. Yeah. Um, so, but
0: I feel a little bit better. So this isn't your joke. This is Marlene's <laughs> So joke. I can blame Marlene if you don't like it. <laughs> so, that's right.
1: Okay. Anyway, it is a little better than what we usually get on Wrestling with the Basics. Right. So, that, so that's good. Well, so, that doesn't
0: say a lot. No, but, it's not. Yeah. That, the
1: bar's not set too high is it but all right so there's a there's this this couple uh that's been married for uh for many years, yeah. uh, they're both 60 years old and they stumble across this, this lamp, you know, and the Aladdin's Ooh. lamp. And Jeannie comes out and this Genie doesn't give you three wishes. They just, just one wish, but, but they both get a wish. Times are hard. Times are hard. Yeah. Right. So, so the, the wife thinks about it and she says, you know, I, you know, for 60 years old, you know, uh, everything about retirement, I, I wish we were rich. And poof, um, here she is with a basket full of cold hard cash.
0: Wow, They're rich. Wow.
1: So now uh, it's it's the husband's term, and the genie says, uh, "Yeah, do you have do, what's your wish?" And uh, he thinks about it. And he looks at his wife, and he you know, thinks about it some more. And he goes, "You know, I wish I had a wife who is thirty years younger."
0: <laughs> well, I see where this is going. Go puff! ahead.
1: <laughs> the man's ninety years old.
0: <laughs> Again, be careful what you wish for. That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Okay,
0: well, thank you. There's a you. lesson
1: in there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> thank
0: you, Marlene. All right, now, there's there no time go. for foolishness. <laughs> And and we're back to Job. That's what we're doing. We're back to uh, Job, um, yes. So do you want to do just a brief review of what we've talked about so far, Matt, or should we just go right at this?
1: Sure. So I guess what sparked is we were talking about him, I know my Redeemer lives, and and John sang a few lines for us, and <laughs> without our asking, might I add, uh, but but he was more than happy to do that, and <laughs> we jumped but into the book. Let me repeat. All right, now. There's no time for foolishness. <laughs> You're the one singing, not me. Okay. All right, so. <laughs> so then we we jumped in the book of Job, where where that line "I know my redeemer lives" comes from, and we looked at how uh, Job is this this faithful man and the one who who fears the Lord, who has, has faith in the Lord, and uh, we also hear about Satan though how he comes before the Lord and says, ask this question, this question that really that kind of. The rest of the book unfolds from, and this question is, why does Job fear God? Why does he fear God? And and Satan's uh, guess is, well, he fears God because things are going well for Job. Right. Uh, you know, he's got wealth, he's got you know, lots of, of cattle and, and animals, and he's got a family. and things are going well, if things weren't going well, he'd curse the Lord. Well, God allows satan to to do just that to take those things away from him to strip him of those things and so he loses everything uh he loses his uh his, his wealth his cattle he loses his children and yet job still stays faithful um uh, but then satan says well he saw his health uh, so then his health gets taken away and he has these terrible sores and uh, Job is is alone and in misery. Uh, all his wife says is just curse God and <laughs> <Yeah>. die. <laughs> you know? Thanks, so, honey. Yeah, I know, yeah. really. Gee whiz. So that's where we find Job is in, in the ash heap, uh, scraping himself with, with pottery, and his three friends come along, and the, the best thing they do is they just sit there with Job and they're silent. That, that, that,
0: yeah, that was a good thing. It was company. a good thing. The company, yeah.
1: Yeah, the company, and we think of how we just— we weep with those who weep. We we, we mourn with those who mourn, and, and we're just present with them. We, we sometimes call that a ministry of presence. Just be there for that person.
0: But, but unfortunately, they couldn't stop there, could they? No, they that? had to open no. their mouths, yeah. and
1: that's where the trouble begins. Maybe they're well-meaning, but but the, the advice they give is terrible. They try to console Job, and their their consolation uh, goes like this. That Job... Yeah, you must have been really bad. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You did something wrong to cause this pain and suffering to come upon you. Now, what is it? And uh, they do that again and again and again. Well, Job, uh, he, he doesn't curse God, uh, no. but you know, Job doesn't really speak up in God's defense necessarily either. Uh, the one thing he does say are those words that we yeah. did, which we, we sang about, or you sang about. <laughs> uh, I know that my redeemer lives, and so he has that confidence in the Lord even in the midst of, of all the adversity. Uh, but then finally now, we get to what the Lord has to say about all this. We've heard about Job's friends and even a fourth friend that comes along. We've heard a little bit about what Job has to say about the suffering. What does God have to say in the midst of these circumstances that, that leave Job and his friends scratching their heads, trying to give answers, or maybe they just don't have answers? What does the Lord have to say about all this? And that's really where we come today.
0: And, and, and before we hear that, I just want to make this one one comment This is a really, really strange book. It's just, where else do you have the devil coming and talking to God and and all of this stuff going on? Uh, But what I've always appreciated about about Job is it's true. It's true. You and I have experienced this. We have listeners' experiences. We do have struggles and trials. And again, uh, our flesh, the world would say, well, obviously you did something wrong. God is punishing you. But we know it's got to be more than that because, no, it doesn't – because we see the opposite, too. We see all these people that are drug users and abusers and dealers and pornographers, and, and, and they're prospering, or at least they seem to be prospering. Of course, we don't really know what's going on in their day-to-day mm-hmm. life, but they got fancy cars and lots of money and, and you know power and influence and what have you. Uh, but it's a very real issue, then. Why is there suffering? And, and so now, Matt, we're going to see what God has to say to John. Yeah. What, what would you like well, me to read? Or?
1: Well, just to reiterate, it is a weird book, John. You're yeah. right. And and the, the unique thing about this book, too, is as the reader, we get the behind-the-scenes look. Yeah. We know what's going on in heaven itself. We, we know this conversation between Satan and God. We know that, that Job, God isn't zapping Job because he did something wrong. We know why this suffering is taking place. But in other circumstances, in our job, doesn't know though. No, for no. for for job to give an answer, for his friends to give an answer, they look like fools because they don't know. And and in our lives too, um, we don't know why one specific bad thing happened for no. what what reason that took place. And when we try to give answer to that. You know, sometimes we end up looking foolish, but I, I think it's our, our sinful selves. We want to know why, and we want to maybe put words in God's mouth, and we want to. Want to have a a purpose for this, and suppose, and, and there is, there is, and, and God is at work, but but yet for us to to make judgment calls is. As to why a bad thing happened, that's to go too far. For instance, we just had that tragic loss of life in Table Rock Lake. You know, oh, this, yeah. Yeah, um, just
0: people out trying yeah. to have a good time. Yeah, you know.
1: families on vacation. You know, kids, adults, older adults, you know, whole families. And yet they there's this terrible loss of life. Um, the boat sank, that, that duck, that amphibious boat, and uh, many drowned, 17 deaths. Um when we start asking why, though, that, that can get us into trouble. Was there someone on that boat that was a really bad person, and guy was trying to get at him? Well, we we well, we don't need to be a
0: little more specific then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did he
0: have to kill? No. I know all. Of, yeah, 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 exactly. No, that's the, that doesn't answer the question either. Yeah. yeah, And certainly were they worse sinners than everyone else that was in duck boats that day? No, obviously not. No, no just no. as
1: bad, right? Yeah. Oh, I think of just off the top of my head that the guy is blind, right? That's what the, the you know uh, people assume that the guy that jesus heals yeah um who, who sent himself for his parents that's that he's just, like that's this right the answer, yeah. someone had to do something wrong for yeah. this bad thing to happen and Jesus says, no, it's so the but work of God can be revealed me, what, in his so life. So what is the
0: answer then that God's going to give him? To Job? To Job. Oh, let's find out. All. all right, all right. right. Let's right.
1: let's 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 go. Okay. So let's, uh, you know, it, it goes on, for, his answer goes on for a few chapters. We're just going to kind of pick so and choose a few verses here. What the, so why don't we jump in with uh, Job 38, uh, 1 to 11 for starters. This is where the answer begins all after right. all the talking of Job and his friends.
0: So the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind, and I understand later on there's something really significant about that that you want to share with us. But anyway, he answers Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Dress for action like a man. I will question you, and you make it known to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? Or what was its basis sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb? When it made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band and prescribed limits for it and set bars and doors and said thus far shall you come and no farther and here shall your proud waves be stayed?
1: Yeah, well, I think, I mean, try to imagine if you're Job. Yeah. Out of a whirlwind. So this right. isn't the still steel, small whisper. That you know, God talks to. I think it's Elisha. You know, yep, yep. Um, no, this is this is this is a whirlwind. Okay, this is a tornado, <laughs> and he's saying, "Where were you?" It's like God has had enough. Where you? You've been asking questions of me, and when why I caused this. Now I'm gonna let me ask a few questions of you, yeah, Job yeah. Where were you? A creation, basically, right? Yeah. And he he really, in this, God, in this poetic way, (laughs) describes the creation of the heavens and the earth and and the waters and all that's in it. Uh, Where were you uh, when I did all these things, Job? Where were you? And it goes on and on and on. Let's, uh, let's just a few more examples from verses, uh, how about 34 through 38?
0: All right, 34 through 38. Can you lift up your voice to the clouds that a flood of waters may cover you? Can you send forth lightnings that they may go and say to you, here we are? Uh, who has put wisdom in the inward parts or given understanding of the mind? Who can number the clouds by wisdom or who can tilt the water skins of the heavens when the dust runs into a mass and the clods stick fast together?
1: Yeah, and who can do all those things? Not Job. Not Job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good answer.
1: Not Job, right? And then uh, yes, yeah, and then finally, the, the Lord kind of wraps up that part of his speech to Job with um, chapter forty. Then it bleeds into verse verse two. The Lord speaks to Job here, and this is what he says:
0: "Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it."
1: Yeah. So what? Did, what did you call Job there? Really? A, a fault, a fault finder, finder. Yeah. you know, finding fault with with God. God, I don't like the way you're doing things in my life. I'm finding fault with you. Well, and,
0: that goes back to what you were saying that that tragedy. I think a lot of people would say, "Why did God allow that to happen?" Yeah, you know. And yeah. In fact, whenever there's a struggle or a trial or sadness, why? Yeah. why? Yeah,
1: and and, and he says. Shall fault finder condemn the Almighty? He who
0: argues with God, let him answer. And, and, and you know, Matt. See, now you just got me thinking. Yeah, so it's not that we're questioning. I, I, yeah, you know, we could why, but it's uh, the why in implies that that shouldn't have been what happened. Yes, that God messed up. That He did something wrong there. Uh, that He's not being fair, or right, or just, or whatever. So it, we're trying to find you know,
1: fault with God. It's not even. just
0: a, a philosophical question. I wonder why this is going on. But yeah, it's we. That our very question implies that this was a mistake or something's wrong. Anyway,
1: God should have done things Differently,
0: differently yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And now, why why didn't he come walking there on the water uh like he did with the disciples? Right? Yeah. Couldn't he have done that? He could have stopped the storm. He does that all the time, but apparently he didn't do it there. No, he didn't. Yeah.
1: And 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 why not? What's the answer? Well, what's what's God's answer? I mean, in all this, he talks. He shows himself as the the creator yeah and even yeah. the sustainer of life too the one who cares for creation today as we we read yeah. what god has to say he didn't just uh check out after creation no he still cares for creation today so god is the creator and what's job he's the the creature, creature. Yeah. <laughs> the creation the creature right yeah. and how dare that that creature question the creator of of the universe of all things
0: well now you're actually back to adam and eve aren't you I hadn't thought about that but adam and eve that was the problem why did god give us this tree we're not supposed to eat of especially if it's going to make us wise no good and evil so let's eat it then, yeah, because obviously he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah,
1: well, well, great connection. And, you know, Satan's behind that too in yeah, a way, right? Yeah. You're calling God into question, did God really say this? And and calling God, trying to find fault with God and his limits fault there. A fault finder again, yeah. a fault finder. And here it is, Satan's behind it again. And and that temptation to find fault with God. Yeah. So, I mean, as difficult as it is, uh, when there's suffering in our life and when it hits close to home like this tragedy, You know, on Table Rock Lake and in our own lives, as difficult as it is still to to have that perspective God as the creator or the creature, and and we cannot know the mind of God.
0: So I hope you have more than that, Matt, because (laughs) all right— admittedly, I don't really have the right to question God. After all, he's God. He's the one in control. I'm just a creature. But is there more to it than that, Matt? Is well, that all we can say? Well, just don't question God. Whatever he does is what he wants to do.
1: Well, what does Job do? What does Job do in, I don't li- know. in light of this talk? I'm asking what is Job you. Do? Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get forward to chapter 42 and find right. out. Right. So chapter 42, verses 1 through 6. What, in, in light of all that God has just said, and boy, it just had to be... A, Quaking in your boots, terrifying experience. It's voice out of the whirlwind. Almighty God yeah. lets them know who's who and what's what. This is all that Job can do in uh, chapter 42, verses 1 through 6.
0: Then Job answered the Lord. Okay, so he's answering the questions that the Lord put to him and said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful me for me, which I did not know. Here, and I will speak. I will question you, and you make it known to me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes.
1: Yeah. So what does Job do? He repents. He repents. Yeah. Yeah. After being confronted by God, after being confronted with the word, and I, I think very much a word of law here, um, from the Lord, Job, Job repents. Job repents. He, he realizes, he acknowledges that God is God. And then he comes in repentance before that God for being that fault finder. He comes in repentance. Now, you know, is it okay to struggle with with suffering and, and why bad things happen? Yeah, we, we can wrestle sure with is. that. But instead of finding fault with God... And, and saying what God has done is wrong, instead of calling what what he has done or allows us to happen in a, a question, instead we return to his word and in repentance we come before him and admit our guilt of, of finding fault in him and we we seek him where he is found and and we hold on to those things we do know to be true. I think so often in, in tragedy we we search for answers we don't have, the, those, those why questions. And, and that's easy to do. I do it, but... Instead, to hold on to those things we do know are certain and true, right
0: so is is there another way that God comes to us then other than in a whirlwind I'm glad
1: you asked John so God. so I think that's the comforting <laughs> thing so so he doesn't leave us with the whirlwind, right yeah. there's this yeah. terrifying whirlwind that his thundering voice comes out of, and God lets him have it no, because G- God comes to us in his son yeah. and, and, that, yeah. and so he doesn't leave us with the whirlwind, he brings us his son. He sends his son. We, God speaks to us through his son, face to face, right? And, and we see that in the Gospels. And so I, I thought one verse that we could look at in the Gospels is uh, in, in John's Gospel, John chapter 6, uh, verse uh, 67 and what follows. John chapter 6, uh, verse 67 and what follows here.
0: You know, it's, it's interesting because what, what we're heading for here, I'm sorry, it was 6, what were the verses? Yeah, chapter
1: 6, uh, verse uh, 67.
0: Okay, Uh, because you you already alluded to the appearance to Elijah, and it was the same thing. You know, there was the whirlwind, there was the earthquake, there was the fire, uh, and yet the Lord was not really in those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The final is when he comes in this still small whisper. In fact, hardly more than uh, you could even hear it. It's that, but it was there, it was still a word. Uh, And now I'm going to ask again because I need to finish. (laughs) Chapter 6, verse 67. 67, okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, So Jesus said to the 12, well, we got questioning going on again. God questioning uh, his people. So Jesus said to the 12, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God.
1: Yeah, so the Holy One yeah. isn't coming here in a whirlwind, right? He's coming in Jesus, you know, God in flesh. And, you know, I, I think that the same can be said of us. In, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of the questions that we don't have answers to, at some point we, in repentance, we just say, Lord, to whom shall we go? yeah you, you you have the words of eternal life, what else can we do but just to look to Jesus and, and in him find the word made flesh, and in him find those things that are certain that that everlasting love uh th- those promises to never leave or forsake us, to love us always that he laid down his life for us, that he took it back up again for us. you know, Lord, to whom shall we go? you have the words of eternal life lord, and that 's all we can do
0: you know and and in, in our church this year we we are doing all old testament. Uh, we're using the Old Testament lessons from from the lectionary And, and I have seen this phenomenon over and over again. You go to the Old Testament and it does a really good job of pointing out the problem. And so the problem in Job is that there is suffering. That's a reality. The problem in Job is why is there suffering? And well... You don't really get an answer for that other than, well, God's God, so who are you to complain? Who are you to find fault? Um, but I, I think that's because, uh, the Old Testament is always laying the groundwork for the answer that will come ultimately, finally, uh, in Jesus Christ. Now, now the Old Testament, of course, is filled with hints of that. You, you, you can't read the Old Testament without finding these little things that talk about the Christ who's gonna come, the Messiah, uh, the, the one of steadfast love and all of that stuff. But but like you said, Matt. Until you get this final fulfillment in the New Testament, then all of a sudden everything begins to make sense. And uh, again, your answer, your your question isn't answered. We don't really know why there is suffering. Uh, well, actually, we do. We we know because of sin. That's what the Bible testifies, old and new. Uh, this is why it always happens because of a devil. Again, clearly taught here in in the Book of Job. This is why there's suffering because there is this God that's walking up and down the earth, even as you and I speak, trying to uh, bring whatever harm he can to us. Uh, But the answer, of course, finally is found in Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, it all holds together, the Old and New Testament, and and we get that hint of Jesus being the answer. I think in those words, we're going to go back to where we started, I know that my Redeemer lives. There we go,
0: yeah. yeah. And so
1: that, that answer of Satan's question that the book of Job sort of flows out of then, why does Job fear God, trust in God? Same can be said of us. Just insert yeah. our name. Why? Yeah. Why do I trust in God? Why do I fear God? Uh, is it for a blessing? Is it because He He He's done really good things for me, and I've I've got what I need? Well, well, no, not because of earthly no. blessings, but because He's our He's our Redeemer.
0: Yeah. And, and, and He and He lives,
1: and He lives, he lives. and He lives for us. And, and and there's there's hope to be found nowhere else in the midst of suffering. Like Job said, "My Redeemer lives." Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. It's not found anywhere else in the midst of suffering, but just in the person of Jesus Christ, in that Redeemer, Job's
0: Redeemer and our Redeemer. And, and, and there's the problem, isn't it, Matt? There's where the fault-finding lies and we, that's why the questioning, we think if we'd have an answer. If we'd have some explanation for why the suffering, then we'd be all right. But no, that isn't where you will find any comfort. That's, well, not where you'll find peace. You can only find that, uh, in the words of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, and the fact that He, and, and this whole Redeemer lives, it reminded me, He died. He suffered. Yeah, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Take up your cross. He told us that. That doesn't mean God hates you, it just means we're where we are. Uh, But now we have uh, the peace and the forgiveness that comes in Jesus Christ. So thank you for reminding me we needed to close this. Well, yeah, even
1: after getting smacked by a microphone, (laughs) I'm still able to lend a helping hand and and, uh, start the closing song here. No, good study of Job, I think, and uh, this is those words of faith I know that my Redeemer lives.